Hello and welcome back to Equity, the TechCrunch podcast, where we unpack the numbers and the nuance behind the headlines. Today is January 24th, 2024. This is Alex. Welcome to our Wednesday show, where we dig into the critical startup and venture capital stories from the week thus far. As a reminder, this is our newly revamped Wednesday show format. So if you have comments or feedback, send them in to equitypod at techcrunch.com. We are always listening. We want you to get what you need. And speaking of things that you're going to get, well, on the show today, we have Artiste AI's new capital round and what that says about consumer demand for AI products, Built Rewards massive new round that I wish had existed back when I was renting, and how Kittle is taking on Conva. Then we have a handful of smaller items, including what Bulk Exchange is up to. And then we'll wrap up the pod today with a couple of venture capital stories, including a new fund from former corporate investors. To work. First up, Artis. Now, this is one of the many AI photo creation apps out there that let users generate photos of themselves. It just put together a $6.7 million seed round following what TechCrunch calls AI selfies viral moment. Now, similar to other companies on the market, Artiste users upload photos of themselves to train the company's AI on their own images and then use a text or image prompt to essentially create new photos of themselves across various settings, postures, and styles. So if you really want to be Napoleon in space, well, maybe you can. Given how many of these services there are out there, what makes Artis different? Well, TechCrunch writes that unlike its competition, the company's service is a bit more focused on making images that are, quote, photorealistic, essentially so they could stand in for professional photography if required. There is, of course, as with all things in life, a trade-off, with Sarah Perez reporting that training Artis takes longer than some of its competitors, thinking 30, 40 minutes though the AI images that it produces actually only take a couple of minutes to put out. The company says that this system allows it to produce more realistic images than some of its competitors in the market, though, of course, I need to test that out to actually verify it. But what I care about a whole lot more in this context is that there does seem to be enough consumer demand for services like Artis and its competition that many of them can do well at the same time. That bodes well, I think, for overall consumer AI demand writ large, which is bullish for all startups given how many of them want to use AI to reach new customers. In the case of Artiste, the app has been downloaded over 200,000 times to date, and the company claims that its images have been seen by something like 43 million people across social media. Whatever on that point. What I care about is that download number. Now, a few hundred thousand downloads is a start, but it's a pretty good number for Artis because they have shown an ability to convert those folks to paying users. The company charges power users between $7 and $40 per month for its service and has converted enough of those free users thus far to paid accounts that it claims to have tripled its revenue to a million dollars worth of ARR in December and to be on track to two and a half million worth of ARR this month. That's not bad, frankly. At that clip, it could easily clear 10 million worth of ARR this year and put itself on a firm footing to build something truly huge down the road. Moving along, one beef that I have long had with paying rent, apart from actually paying rent, is that you mostly can't use your credit card, so you mostly can't get points from that activity. Well, it turns out that my annoyance is actually a massive, massive business. Built Rewards just raised $200 million at a $3.1 billion valuation, 
effectively doubling its prior price in the transaction and the company Built, that's B-I-L-T, offers a debit card and rewards for users who pay rent, especially so when they do so inside of a network of property management companies that Built itself works with. The model seems to be working. In a written statement, Built said that its annualized member spend is nearing $20 billion and that it reached EBITDA profitability last year. I guess if you want to raise nine figures and double your valuation, being profitable doesn't hurt when you're growing. At the time of its preceding funding round, the company's loyalty program and payment platform had been rolled out to more than 2.5 million apartment units. Today, that number is up to nearly 4 million, so good growth there. The lesson for me is that whenever you have something that annoys you, there may be a massive startup possibility in the wings. Uh, Where was built when I was paying more than a third of my gross income in rent in San Francisco? Little did I know that annoyance was really the seed of a unicorn to come. Anyways, built has now raised more than $400 million to date and is a fintech success story in 2024. The third most important round I think that we've seen thus far this week is from Berlin-based Kittle, that's K-I-T-T-L, and it just put together $36 million. That's the boring bit. What's cool is that Kittle is building what TechCrunch describes as a, quote, graphic design tool that you can use in your web browser without having to install an app. Web-based? No app? Swoon! That is music to my ears, especially in the current era when Apple is having beef with every developer on the face of the world. But where does Kittle fit into the market today, which is replete with graphics handling tools? Roman D.A. writes for us that, quote, Kittle essentially wants to nail down the middle of the market. The company is trying to build a design tool that is more powerful than Canva and that doesn't carry all the legacy of Adobe's applications. And it does offer free accounts, although, of course, you have to pay for all access to its features. Freemium prosumer web apps? How delightfully retro and cool. And because Kittle is based in Berlin, this is also another round based in Europe. It seems very busy over there to start 2024. Before we scoot on to venture capital news, a couple more rounds. The first of which is Bulk Exchange, which just raised $4.5 million. I actually wrote up this story and I wanted to cover the company because we don't talk about its space very often. Now, in this case, Bulk Exchange is building a construction bulk material purchase and disposal platform. And given how big the market is for sand and gravel and the like, I think it's a neat company. It's tackling an industry that could use a digital tool to help it get off of physical paper. And I mean that literally. The company's CEO told me that today, purchasing sand and gravel and getting rid of things like old concrete currently involves three ring binders, phone calls, and personal relationships. So it's a big market that's currently stuck in the Stone Ages. Great place for a startup. To close out our startup coverage this morning, I am still chewing on the fact the Indian edtech giant Baiju's is looking to raise capital at a $2 billion price tag. Now, for many companies, that will be a victory. Hey, we're going to raise it at a $2 billion valuation. Huzzah! For Baiju's, talk about a fall from grace. It was once worth $22 billion for reference. So $2 billion, uh, when you measure down, is pretty small. Elsewhere, it does seem that edtech is having a pretty rough go of it in recent years. Now, I personally don't know what could shake up that dynamic apart from, I don't know, another COVID, God forbid, 
but it does seem from my end to be hard times out there for education-focused tech shops. We also recently talked to a bunch of VCs about EdTech, more about that on Friday. There's still some optimism out there, but when I look at the news, it's hard to find a lot of positive signals. Turning to venture capital land, who knew that M&A was going to be the thing we couldn't shut up about? Well, General Catalyst, which recently bought a hospital, is also contemplating buying, and I quote, an India-focused VC as part of efforts to expand its presence in the fast-growing South Asian startup market. That's according to TechCrunch. Please keep in mind that General Catalyst also recently bought a health group, so it owns hospitals. Why not also buy a VC out of India? And after working together at Xerox Corp's corporate venture capital arm, Xerox Ventures, that's an innovative name, Chris Fisher, Tim Chiang, and Dean May have formed Myriad Venture Partners, they have thus far secured $100 million worth of capital commits for their first fund, which is targeting $200 million in total. We'll see how close to that they get. But all I can say is this, new funds in this economy? I kid, it actually makes pretty good sense. Closing out, you may have noticed that the Brex story was not on the podcast today. Brex, of course, had layoffs and some financial news that dropped. It's been a big week for the fintech giant. Well, that's because we are saving Brex for our Friday roundtable news roundup because we'll have Marianne on and Marianne is our fintech guru. So we're going to hold that story for Friday, but we are back in just two days time. In the meantime, if you need even more from the Equity crew, well, we are Equity Pod over on X and Threads. Or if you're into short form video, we're also TechCrunch Pods over on TikTok. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Equity is hosted by myself, Editor-in-Chief of TechCrunch Plus, Alex Wilhelm, and TechCrunch Senior Reporter, Mary Ann Azevedo. We are produced by Teresa Loconsolo with editing by Kel. Bryce Durbin is our illustrator, and a big thank you to the audience development team and Henry Picavet, who manages TechCrunch Audio Products. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.